Welcome back to Qualified Nonsense. Here at Qualified Nonsense, we tackle the tough questions that you send in with our sage and sound advice. Is there a correct answer to the trolley problem? Is democracy the best form of governance? And cake or pie? Stick around to find out our thoughts on these questions and more. I'm Jake. I'm Brandon. And I'm Matt. And this is Qualified Nonsense. Qualified Nonsense was created by childhood best friends that didn't want to lose their long-lasting friendship. So we decided to create a podcast doing what we do best, giving you our quote-unquote professional advice on real-world problems and curiosities. In all reality, we hope to connect with you, the listener, and deepen our friendship all around. So let's get to it. Alrighty, welcome back. Why don't we uh, get to know our hosts a little bit better with a little little fun fact. Jake, you want to lead us off? I would love to. We are recording this on a Wednesday evening. On this Friday morning, I am getting a vasectomy. Oh. Really looking Ooh. forward to it. And I'm sure next week my uh, fun fact will be about having gotten a vasectomy. <laughs> and gruesome details. <laughs> Stick around to find out. <laughs> the horrific details. Yeah. Yeah, picks or it didn't happen. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Go ahead, Brandon. Well, what you got for us? Speed. Uh my fun fact is kind of a lame one, but uh I've never been out of the country. Really? Have you not? Really? I thought you've been to Canada at least. No. Do you have a passport? I've never been. I do not. Oh my god. How do you vote? <laughs> ain't no need yeah these wow. colors don't run uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wait so I, I mean this isn't a part of the fun i mean where would you want to go where 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 do you want to um yeah where would your first where would the maiden voyage be tijuana i mean i i'd go anywhere uh, you know canada is easy to drive to uh but I mean, Europe, uh, countries in Asia, Central, South America, anywhere. I'm open. Huh. All right. Not really. You don't have a passport. The dark <laughs> continent, Africa. Uh, you just, go, you just want to go to the Congo for your first trip out of. <laughs> Isn't that what well. it used to be called? Like people called it that, the dark continent. I mean, I think H.P. Lovecraft probably called it that, but that's not really good. <laughs> you don't want to follow in those footsteps. Yeah. I imagine not. Maybe I'll cut that out. <laughs> All right. Uh, Matt, what's your fun fact? Uh, I guess kind of complimentary to yours. I have been out of the country, but I am deathly afraid of flying. And I just returned from Indianapolis. And it was actually a fantastic flight because I was all hopped up on Ativan. It was great. Let's go. I only remember part of it. <laughs> Before the you're show, winning. we were talking about, uh, you know, you, you're getting an electric vehicle. Maybe you should save your money and get a tour bus and just John Madden it everywhere. Yeah, just never go. I mean, yeah, just really limit myself to Mexico and Canada. Or you could take a ferry, couldn't you? Get I don't know. I feel like I would be more afraid. I've never taken a cruise, but I feel like 
it seems more volatile to take a cruise than an airplane to be like, oh, we're just uh, crossing the ocean to go to whatever continent. And so like, oh, there's a storm with a plane. You, you at least fly around it more nervous on a cruise ship than an airplane. I don't know. I guess we'll have to find out. I mean, you're on a cruise longer and I could see it feeling. Well, I don't know. You're You're able to go out on the deck, so it may not feel as claustrophobic. Yeah. And and cruises are so big. Like I, I've never, I've, I, oh, I shouldn't speak. I've never actually been on one. I don't think, but um, but I think although you can feel that, like the ocean, the motion of the ocean, as it were, um, it's not nearly to the to the sort of extent as you would on a on a normal boat. Well, you get me out there, you'll get the commotion in the ocean. Hey, oh, when I was <laughs> yeah. when I was last in uh in the Pacific Northwest, we flew into Seattle and took the ferry out of seattle to oh i think we talked about this a couple episodes ago but that was really fun the boys really had a good time on the ferry uh, wait you took a the... ferry from SeaTac? no i'm sorry no we've we we flew in and we stayed in seattle oh gotcha, and gotcha. in seattle there's a like in the in the the puget soundy area yeah. there's a few ferries and we went on one that was a lot of fun that's a really pretty area nice and i think you can take um depending on where you are you can take a boat to canada mm-hmm. i actually just saw that there was a ferry that came like full bore into the pier in seattle and it damaged like 150 cars Yikes! <laughs> last year we had plans to go to friday harbor um which is oh yeah san juan island but uh we ended up canceling because the ferries were like understaffed at the time. So they were canceling a bunch and we didn't want to either get stuck yeah. in like Anacortes or stuck on the Island. So we just ended up scrapping the whole thing <laughs> or stuck oh, in downtown Seattle, which is equally as terrible. Well, yeah. Where you board it to get on the ferries a bit further North of Seattle for the nice. San Juan's. Well, maybe we should, uh, our first business trip as qualified nonsense should be a short cruise. Why don't we cruise up from here to, well, Jake, you'd have to fly out, but. Nope, that'll be, we'll be able to totally justify this. We'll be able to write all of it up. Business expense. We're actually in a, we're in a, we're in a podcast, so. (laughs) When all of our incredible sponsors (laughs) jump on board that, uh, that we have in our pocket. All, All of them. When our corporate credit card shows up, well, we'll expense it. Hell yeah. Banging. Well, on that note, I guess we should take a break, right? We should. All right. Welcome back from our break. If you'd like our advice on anything and everything, send us an email to qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or send us a DM on our socials. Our first question comes from Felix of Tallahassee. Felix writes, I recently got a promotion at work that I don't feel like I'm qualified for. I interviewed well and feel like that took me further than my resume did. I feel a little over my head and like I took an opportunity away from someone more qualified. I don't want to let my new boss down, even though she insists I'm the right candidate and my performance reviews thus far have been good. How do I shake this imposter syndrome? 
Well, first, I hope you didn't apply to be a heart surgeon or brain surgeon. (laughs) And you were coming from like (laughs) a medical (laughs) transport or something. And you have zero medical (laughs) knowledge. So I hope we're not in that boat. But outside of that, I'd say if you interviewed well and it's something within your wheelhouse and you've been at that company for a while, then I think we all kind of deal with this. I know I did when I was working in the old corporate environment of, hey, I want that job that I don't necessarily qualify for, but I really want to actually get out there and try. Just put your best foot forward and be honest with your uh, with your direct reports. Mm-hmm. I, I think it is. Um, I think it is hard to to uh, not feel like you um, to feel like you don't know what you're doing all the time. Basically, I and I, I realistically, I don't think most people, even your boss and your boss's boss and the president of the company probably don't know what they're doing. So, (laughs) uh, but (laughs) one thing to take solace in, I guess, is the fact that you felt that you would be a good fit for the job that you just received. So obviously there's some sort of, uh, you feel like you're the right candidate for that job and that you belong there in some way. Yeah. I mean, if you applied for it, obviously you felt like it's something that you were either, either you had interest in or you wanted to explore and you interviewed incredibly well. And if you feel like your skill set isn't necessarily there, be honest about it. Say, Hey, this is what I'm struggling with. And this is what I have concerns about. Please, you know, come to me with, with anything that you feel like I'm lacking on. What do you think, Jake? Yeah, being honest uh, with yourself and with your peers and with your management and direct reports, you know, you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot here on this, but you do want to make sure to have some level of, um, oh, what's the word? Um, nope, I'm, I'm blanking on the word that I'm looking for, but but basically being able to be uh, humble and honest about yourself uh, again, without shooting yourself in the foot is going to be the most important thing that you do. The way you conduct yourself, the way you ask questions and ask for help and ask for feedback is going to, is going to help you and help your camp on a, on a whole. And I I think if, if you really don't, you don't feel like you know what you're doing, uh, I think asking for help or asking for more training is never a bad thing. It'll certainly expand your skill set further and show that that you know you are open and honest and flexible. So I I, I don't think it's a weakness necessarily to ask for help on something. Yeah, for sure. I think staying vulnerable and like uh, you know, depending on what the position is, if it's a if it's a managerial role, staying humble and saying, hey, you know, I. I want to make sure that I'm putting my best foot forward for the team. And this is what I feel like uh, I need uh, more assistance in, but also advocating for yourself, right? You got this job, whether you feel like you earned it or not. So at least own your worth in saying, this is what I'm good at, but staying humble and saying and recognizing this is what I need assistance with. There's nothing wrong with uh, both sides of that gun. Yeah. And I think on top of that, uh, you can think about how to, continue your momentum. And, uh, one of the best ways to do that, especially in a new role is staying super duper organized. I said super duper because I'm an adult, but (laughs) super organized and, uh, and, and making sure your ducks are in a row 
for everything that you do and everything that's adjacent to your job. Uh, that way, when you do fall on situations where you're a little bit lost or um, you find yourself unsure as to the next steps, you can reflect on things that you've been working on, things that your that your uh, colleagues have been working on, and uh, and looking that at, looking at it in a sort of clear view, uh, in a clear organized view. Um, you know, you can, you can reflect on your own performance and your own note taking and, and you can have the best next steps before you, um, with your organization. Yeah, for sure. Good input, Matt. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I think we're all in agreement. It's, you know, just, uh, recognize your worth. You, you got the position own, own it, but at the same time, be honest and, and stay within, you know, your, your scope, right? If it's without, if it's out of your scope or you feel uncomfortable about anything, just be honest and, and approach the the powers that be that you need help. Yeah. And also, also like take, take a minute to, to congratulate yourself. Like, good job. Good on you. And it's, and it's tough. The whole, like you, you don't want to go into a new role already know it, like already being a slam dunk because then you don't have anywhere to grow. That's how you get bored with a position. So if you go in and you do have a level of imposter syndrome, like that's, that's good. That's good. That means you have, that means you have room to grow in your current position, you know, for you personally, for you professionally, you have a place to grow into and that's, and that's how you stay uh, present and fresh in a role. And it's, you know, you just got a promotion, your performance reviews are going well. So it sounds like this question is more of a humble brag. So I don't think you have a problem. Good job, Felix. Good luck. Yeah, Felix, send us something that's that's actually a problem. Not this like, oh man, I'm doing so great, you guys. <laughs> Champagne problems. <laughs> <laughs> no, really though, Felix, congratulations and and get you some more brother oh okay uh next question comes to us from mike in memphis mike writes there was recently a lottery jackpot of over one billion dollars unfortunately i didn't win but my husband and i were debating the best way to handle a huge a huge windfall like that i insisted on more practical things like hiring an attorney and financial planner and living well below our means he insists on immediately blowing it all on mansions and private jets and luxury cars i know you're not financial or tax advisors but just wanted your thoughts on what you think is the best way to deal with something like a lottery win perfect this is this is within our wheelhouse mhm cuz we're all those. lottery winners yep we're all lottery winners and we're also <laughs> Yeah, but we're no, yeah. no. I mean, seriously, but we're we also are not dreamers. Are <laughs> we're not dreamers. So. I probably um, in my lifetime won tens of dollars on the lottery. <laughs> Whoa, what's it like way up there? I think the most I ever won was like thirty bucks on just a random thing. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> All right, Mike. I would say that your partner's not wrong by trying to. Uh, do the right thing and protect yourself. Obviously you should have your financial planners, your lawyers. I do know that there's actual legal counsel out there that exists specifically for this, probably because it's so profitable. All you need is like two clients and you just take all their money, but you do it well. (laughs) Yeah, you do it well. You 
write everything into a trust or, you know, whatever, whatever you guys did, if you took the annuity or you took the lump sum, that's completely up to you. But I would say this is a literally once in a lifetime opportunity. So don't ignore it, have some fun with it, but maybe get some guidance on it as well. Yeah. I think, um, reaching out to professionals is never a a bad idea, especially if you're, you know, coming from, nothing into a huge stack of money um and and yeah you do want to avoid uh i know you know certain states do protect the anonymity or the identities of winners uh where i live in oregon i know they don't so um so but check on that you might want to stay anonymous to prevent uh you know family members or just strangers from hitting you up for money. I mean, that that's what I would do if, if, if I were able to, but, um, I, I think I would probably, as far as like the annuity versus, uh, the, uh, lump sum, I, I kind of go back and forth. I'm not a hundred percent sure what I would do, but I'm sure a financial advisor would tell you what's best for your situation. Yeah, but you don't have that right now. So what would you do right now if it's a billion dollars? You know, if you take the annuity, it's uh, still a huge paycheck every year for life, which is nice. Um, And you would be less tempted to just spend it all in one go. I mean, I I feel like that's the more responsible thing (laughs) rather than a a lump sum. Jake, what about you? Yeah, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I uh, I think that you know I don't know I don't know what I would have to sit and do some maths, but um, but I do think that getting a a not so modest sum of money off the top to just keep um in a um an account for yourselves so that you can live more than comfortably. I mean, like you know, that's so much money. Um, so you, you could, uh, what I would do is I would take a, take a a chunk of it, put it away so that if you ever run into hard times, you're just, you you don't have to worry about it. You just take care, take care of yourself. Um, the, the way I like to think about this sort of thought experiment is that it's all sort of monopoly money anyway. Like, yes, it's people's hard earned money that is dumped into the lottery, but it was never, it's not, it's yours, but like by weird happenstance. So I would kind of enjoy for myself personally, I would, I would like to get rid of most of it um, either to uh, like a, like equal sums to friends and family and then the rest to uh, the rest to some sort of organization that is going to do right by it. <clears throat> um, I call bullshit on this. Really? I'm kidding. <laughs> well, no, because I, well, I mean, well, I, I, I don't know. I just, I just feel like it would be kind of fun to. No, for your personality, it makes sense. Like it, it would, it does make sense. Well, because you definitely want to take care of yourself and your family, right? And your immediate family, like your nuclear and your and your, um, you know, your parents and your sibs and whatever. Um, yeah, but what about that uncle you've never heard your, of? Your podcast co-hosts. Yeah. Well, first and foremost, I would take a, a like a third of it and give it to your favorite podcast, us. And that would be, you know, the responsible thing to do, I think, financially, financially the responsible thing to do. Um, 
but then yeah if you i would i would treat most of it like it's not even yours just because you know it was through dumb luck that you got it anyway so just sort of blow it Hmm. on consumables like helping people like helping an organization and or like doing something that that you'll remember for the rest of your life uh the the portion of that that's like buy a boat buy a car buy a airplane sort of thing that's i i that all that all continues to cost money and so i would avoid those like the plague um unless personally unless you have the mindset to turn it into passive income so let's have some fun with this actually i'll answer the question as well sure sure, i i think i'm a i'm a security guy so i would i would no matter the no matter the amount Mm -hmm. i'd probably take the annuity just because you know right and then you can adjust accordingly versus i know a bunch of money in my hands would be like well you might get tempted to do that one thing and you could afford to do it and then you're like fuck so let's have some fun with this top three material or just fun things that you would do for yourself with a billion dollars assuming it's a billion dollars Brandon. The top three things um, is travel one thing or. You have to get a passport first. Okay. Oh, have you seen uh, the price of those things? You could fast track it, except for that's expensive. You know, that's an extra like 20 (laughs) or $30 on top of the original cost. So my first thing would be get a passport. Then my second thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's like second uh, thing would be three, three wishes from a... <laughs> exactly. thing would be stop by Hudson News and buy a John Grisham novel. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I. That's uh, good. I I mean I the the biggest thing that I I would want to do is I I think travel. Um, I think take friends and family on trips and. Uh, I, I think kind of to Jake's point, I think I would rather spend my money on, uh, experiences rather than stuff. Uh, what a millennial answer. What a fucking millennial spirit. We're, we're experiences, not money. Yeah. Well, have, you well, se- have you seen that recently? We are, we are millennials. Yeah. So everybody's ditching their houses okay. to go live in vans and. Like, I mean, yeah, like a, a room full of pinball machines would be fun, but like, <laughs> well, do it. I could play pinball could... in Dubai or, you know, like, uh, <laughs> wouldn't that be more As... fun? What'd you do in Dubai, Brandon? Oh, I played some pinball machines. Or, you know. Oh, you know okay. I mean. <laughs> cool. I don't um, know about like Dubai. <laughs> I, I just threw that out. But like... <laughs> where do you want to go? Dubai. I would well, say like you could uh, go skiing indoors there but well, that's what that's what i would think about like that's to me like the most lavish electric i guess you know you could play you could rent out the whole pinball museum in whatever las <laughs> vegas for yourself not necessarily yeah. have um, to go to dubai it might feel the same but i think uh so i, I would travel and i i don't think i would I, I would just like fly commercial first class um and then i would em- emirates and then also going off of the experiences, I would probably go to a lot of concerts and shows. Um, 
Would you buy a regular floor ticket like a norm or would you buy a like a, a box? Um, probably a box. Yeah, you would. Um, I'm <laughs> your B word rich to, to stand for a concert the whole time. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and then I don't know. And you and you would make the concert happen at five thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, make it so. Yeah, <laughs> I would. Yeah, have Billy Joel play a private concert for me or whatever. But, uh, <laughs> um, and then the third thing, yeah, I, I would probably yeah just uh, take care of friends and family. You know, nice. Give them dole dole it out somehow. About you, Jake. I'm thinking I'm in the hot seat now. Uh, I would get. Um, Assuming you uh, haven't given it all to the Red Cross right now, flush it down the okay. toilet. <laughs> let's 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 be crystal clear. I'm not giving it to the Red Cross. <laughs> um. Uh. No, I'd probably nice just Catholic get, like, charity. A, sh- a shit ton of blood diamonds. Um. Ooh, good one. I would get uh my whole family to. Uh, to some <laughs> Italian destination and and have a nice long relaxing vacation. Olive um, Garden, <clears throat> just at the Olive Garden. When you're there, your family. Uh, everyone gets breadsticks all the time. Um. Uh, and I would probably, um. Yeah, I would probably be, do some some like unforgettable things that that only people with a lot of money can do like i'd go to space maybe that would be kind of fun shit my pants um (laughs) because that sounds scary watch it float around uh yeah Ooh, gravity or not gravity um and and then uh the third thing um is uh, uh go to the go to the oh you know what i'd take i'd take my kids to uh the the on a diving expedition to the mariana trench because they really like deep sea shit and that's as deep as it goes did you guys know that the mariana trench is deeper than mount everest is tall hmm. huh how do they know that yeah They've been there. They've, they've we've we've got equipment that Didn't can go down there. James Cameron go down there. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. Did they make it to the? Oh, yeah, yeah. They've got. They they have at least put um, machines down there, like uh, like uh, little little robotics cubs. Yeah. Huh. And there's a whole there's a whole uh, ecosystem down there. Wild. That, that yeah. What would you do if you were down there? And then all of a sudden, like it's like, why are my feet wet? And oh like, god! <laughs> better oh come, better god. come up really quick. Oh no, wait, you can't. Yeah, no, I, I would just be ugh, that. That's act, That's the thing of nightmares for me. That's nightmare See? fuel. And then you, just and have you would subject to yourself ocean, to that like, because you're so rich. Outside. They said they <laughs> said they said that the I forget the tonnage of pressure down there, but it's like putting three cars on your fingernail. That's the Jeez. that's the that's the density <laughs> of. I mean, here's the thing. If there was desirable. water, if there was if there was a crack somewhere and a little bit of water that got your feet wet started coming in, you'd already be dead. <laughs> like yeah. you probably <laughs> as soon as that crack occurs, you're toast and you'll you you wouldn't even it wouldn't have even processed that something happened. Yeah, oof. No bueno. Now I've got the willies about that. Great. Not sleeping at night. 
Well, hopefully you put your all of your well, money that you've you won into a, a will. A pistol with you, and then Jesus Christ! I know that got kill, dark. Kill, every, <laughs> kill everybody with you. What the Jeez fuck? Louise. Wow. Oh man, what would you do with a billion dollars? Kill my family if we were at the bottom. Of the... <laughs> I don't mean like. Murder no, I know, I, mean, I know. If you're going to die, like no, 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 no. mercy killing. I don't know. How are we talking about this? No, I was talking about going on a fun family expedition. I won the lottery. I'm gonna kill my family. God, right in in the most exotic location I could think of. Uh, Ooh, the Mariana's Trench. (laughs) Um, Um, Matthew, what about you? Yeah, I don't really know where to go with this. Um, Yeah, (laughs) wait, you wouldn't. (laughs) Never mind. I'm gonna play off of experiences to. but I will say buy a plane because when it's not being used, you can rent it out to other rich people. Uh, because you, I, you, you want to, Ooh, did you guys just that? hear that? Yeah. I got a weird audio thing. Was, um, that, a, did, uh, was that a poltergeist? That a weird hum. Yeah, 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 probably. What? Uh, so I, I appreciate that, Matt, because you, um, if and when you win the lottery you're still gonna be hustling which is so, which is which is fun the the fun part is is that i actually First know thing somebody is get a job <laughs> <laughs> is i actually know a family that uh has done very well from themselves and they own their own private jet here out of portland and i know exactly how much it costs and i know exactly how much it costs to run an hour and that's to assume that you can fly it you can fuel it you can sure. man it and everything and i was like man I would pay that as somebody that doesn't like flying. I would pay that if I had the means so I could bypass TSA so I could get on a plane so I wouldn't have to do layovers so I could have room. I would pay that and I'd figure out a way to turn that into like a feasible business model. So Are I would talking say about a little prop plane or a, or a, or no, a it's, it's a, it's a jet. It's a Falcon 200 or something like that. Fal- yeah, something, something along those lines. Um, Think G six or like a G six. It's like the same, G6, sweet. Yeah, S- similar. A Falcon two hundred or something like that. Uh, f- yeah. So I would say I would buy a plane because I would want to fly two places in a comfortable way. Not necessarily even first class. I don't want to go through TSA. I don't want to go to the airport as much as I still find an airport's enjoyable. I still don't it's more want to about do that streamlining with... the yeah like the whole experience. Yeah, it's like all right, I want all this money. I have the means to, and you're freeing up a seat for somebody else on said coach or first class, whatever. Um, I think the second thing is, I don't know that I would buy a new house off the bat. I would kind of pimp out the house that I have to kind of be what I want it to be. So you don't have to like renegotiate your whole family and where they live and all that. Um, And then I guess the third thing is I'd hire a personal chef. Ooh. I'm like, as much as I enjoy cooking and then charge your friends to come over as a, another side business. Yeah, they can eat in my basement. Uh, <laughs> what I eat. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Exclusive dinner parties, uh, but it's only thirty five dollars a head. No, uh, I, I just I don't want to be bothered with it. And I do enjoy eating nice things. And. I kind of like, I guess I glean inspiration from other things. So if you're there, like you could watch somebody do it in front of you. So it's kind of like a educational thing as well. 
but at the same time, you know that it's already covered for you and prepared and ready to go. Who does the dishes? I do both in my, well, if my wife listens to this, she's going to kill me. Um, <laughs> it's all I, me. I, it's all I, me. <laughs> I tend to do a lot of the, the cooking, but I also enjoy the cleaning up as well. I don't know. No, I, I mean, like... if uh, with a personal chef. No, no, no. As a billionaire, he's going to be doing the dishes. He's like, no, please, please, please. I'll yeah. get the dishes. I'm still in the trenches, man. I'm still course, Jenny from man. the block. The... <laughs> Yeah, then I don't have to pay him the extra money to no. <laughs> oh, hey, remember Mike in Memphis? Hey, Mike, uh, we we, we wish Who? you luck with your. <laughs> um, we wish you luck with your uh, winnings. Did you actually win? No, no. Oh, he didn't win. Hey, next time, next time. But uh, but yeah, finding a finding a, a a delightful middle ground with your partner is the is the is the way to go. But also, like, dream, dream a little. Do if it. they want to, yeah. yeah. If if your husband wants to talk about all the lavish things, it's fun to it's fun to daydream a bit. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, yeah. you once I think you once described the lottery lottery tickets as like a, it's like a the cost of a fantasy. I think Mental he had a different. Yep, there he goes. Mental <laughs> masturbation. <laughs> No, it is. I mean, it is. Uh, yeah, just a fun thought experiment. Uh, you know what would what you would do, and you know there is that kind of. Even though it might be super far away, there's that carrot dangling. You know to yeah. be excited, but absolutely. We've talked All about right, we've talked about this subject before. Also, that we've got a a buddy that um Ryan who will be on the show at some point and uh. And and he was talking about some some really clever ways to to pay for the taxes um, and stuff. So so it, next time he's on, we'll we'll have to tickle his brain. Next time our degenerate gambler friend is on, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's currently he's, paying debts. He's currently he's like, at Spear Mountain the Casino. <laughs> he's busy stretching playing his the ponies tonight. Stretching his line of credit. <laughs> All right, Mike. Well, just good luck. Broken right now. <laughs> it's for entertainment purposes not investment yeah may the odds be ever in your favor <laughs> and with that let's take a short little break all right and we're back uh this is the part of the show where we do lightning round questions we go around asking three questions to each of us we try to spend one to two minutes on them and we will go first with jacob uh since we have an actor in the house jake what would Mm. you do with your 15 minutes of fame what would i do with my 15 minutes of fame um i gosh i don't i don't do i get to choose like the way in which oh yeah oh, this is hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i would uh probably say uh, a lot and make um <laughs> a fool of myself but i would probably try to do something that calls out my uh my love and admiration for my parents and my brother and my 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 uh 
wife Anna and my kids and just make a fool of things. That's what I would do. Nice. Brandon, 15 minutes. Um you you got famous by Oh, how would I get famous? Well, the fastest way to get famous is to commit a commit a crime. Uh <laughs> but I don't think I want to get famous that way. All roads lead back to uh, assault. <laughs> Killing Yeah, you really. I mean, it would be really famous if you murdered your family at the bottom of the ocean. Um, <laughs> no, uh, Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, there'd be a Wikipedia entry and everything, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, there, it would be, there would be a, like a, a, a hyperlink in the uh, Mariana Trench like, like, like Wikipedia page. Um, I, I mean, if you're only famous for that long, I, I guess, uh, I don't know. It'd be, uh, nice to, or, or it'd be fun to be like internet famous, I guess, like from, from a podcast or something, because then, uh, you know, you're still, you can live a normal life, but then it would only be kind of like weirdos and freaks who actually recognize you. So so yeah, like well, you'd be a me you'd be a meme or something. <laughs> yeah, or, or like you go to from... like a a Comic Con or something and then like you're you're like super hip at the Comic Con, but then like everywhere else you're just Yeah, a, like it nobody knows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so probably that. Um or you know, or just yeah, milk it like like that corn kid is doing now. Um <laughs> His parents are doing that for him. Um, I guess for me, I'd I'd want it to be from like a song or something, like write a write a song that went viral, and hopefully it turned into something else. But if it's only promised to be fifteen minutes, I think it would be cool to be like to go on a tour or something, or to to like open up for a band for four cities. You get to go to like Wembley Stadium or something. That'd be fun. And then you just fade off into the distance, or like have a like a hit song like uh, like Gangnam Style or something that was like really nice. popular for like a year, and then it, he's still going in Korea. He's still like, I just saw good, uh, good on him. I still on I such I just saw on TikTok like this whole stadium was just still going with it. I was like, wow, that's <laughs> incredible. As far as like how you get famous, uh, I would I, I think you know those um. <clears throat> those uh like happenstance like found footage or um body cam sort of things where someone does someone something like uh, like the perfect timing thing like you see those dads catching kids who are about to fall and you mm-hmm. know hurt themselves or pull it pull them pull them out of the way of a the car coming or something like that that would be that's sort of the sort of internet famous like like a like a like a weird happenstance hero not like a superhero but like a Hey, I'd want it. Guy. I'd want fun. it to be from that versus like, oh, you're that kid that said I like totals, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, those the, the, the meme kids uh, that are like, uh... yeah. all right, we're gonna go with the on to the next question. This one's gonna be shorter. Uh, Brandon, we'll start with you. When I dance, I look like lava lamp. <laughs> Uh, 
that's the perfect answer. <laughs> Next question. Jake, when I, when I dance, I look like... I look like I had a successful uh, high school acting career. That's what I look like. <laughs> Exclusively a high school acting career. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to say when I, when I dance, I look like a, a stereotypical American pushing my thumb to the air. I look yeah. incredibly Caucasian. Yep. All right. <laughs> All right. We're going to, what TV sitcom would you be a member of? Oh, sorry. The question was supposed to be. Let me start that over. What TV sitcom family would you be a member of? In anybody who wants to answer first. I would say right off the bat, um, just because they were so reminiscent of my parents in real life uh, or uh, Roseanne's family, uh, the Connors. Yeah. Okay. Nice, Jake. Uh, you, so you didn't watch a lot of TV growing up, though. No, The Simpsons. But that's just because <laughs> I enjoyed The Simpsons. But I know that would be a probably a dreadful family to be a part of. <laughs> so, I got. I mean, every every TV sitcom has like a dysfunctional family to some degree. Yeah, that's the that's the drama, right? I'm gonna say Home Improvement. Oh like, yeah, that's it, fair. Yeah, yeah. Are, but they were resourceful, and I don't know. It felt like the most secure, in my opinion. But yeah. Anyway, well, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say the winning <laughs> answer goes to Brandon for dancing like a lava lamp. Good job, yeah. Brandon. Good job, Brandon. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get the trophy out to you, uh, you know, as soon as as soon as we can. We'll uh, post a video on our social media shortly. Do it. <laughs> all right and that'll do it brandon all what right you got? well ooh, that was the lightning round <laughs> all right and that was this episode of qualified nonsense thank you for listening don't forget to rate review share like and subscribe on apple podcasts or your podcast app of choice send your advice questions to qualified nonsense at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials qualified underscore nonsense on instagram and tiktok qualified nonsense on facebook or at qn podcast on twitter music provided by andromeda special thanks to uh felix and Me mike i was gonna say memphis mike uh memphis mike thank you memphis uh, mike. for this week's questions we'll see you back here next wednesday for another brand new episode of qualified nonsense goodbye bye-bye everybody